Back to the beat. Bulls beat continues with Derek Sharp. Again, tonight, 6.30 is the pregame show for the men against Memphis. Don't forget they're back at home on Sunday afternoon against Wichita State. We'll talk about the women who have a big one at home Saturday night. But first, some softball, the latest in our line of interviews with members of the team. It's funny how they kind of go into groups. We're going to hear from three of the incomers when it comes to field players transfers. We've got two pitchers with Peyton Dixon and Bell Sarja, who is also a transfer. We've got the Wilkes sisters. We'll play them together. We've got the two members of the Puerto Rico national team, Kathy Garcia Soto and Camille Ortiz Martinez. All those chats coming your way. But today, a theme that, unfortunately for the ladies, is made possible because they were both out for the season last year. And we start off with catcher Josie Foreman before going to Alana Rivera. I'm not going to say Josie pulled a fast one on me last year, but as we were talking, she kind of realized that it was all going to be hopeful because she was still nursing an injury that was probably going to keep her out for the year, and that turned out to be the case. So that's why we begin with that portion of things. In her last season, 2022, all she did was hit 285 with eight homers and 29 RBI. Foreman. Absolutely has power. Love to see with this win sort of not a factor. And there it is. She crushes that ball to left field. And she might have just ended it. She did. Before I could finish what I'd love to see, we just saw it. While Alana Rivera, and incidentally, we start off talking about how softball turned out to cheer in full for volleyball during one of our broadcasts. I put out a video where they were all dancing, and Alana was the head dancer. Like Josie in her fourth year, missed last season as well. Alana is from Boca Ciega High, broke through offensively two seasons ago, hit 241 with 28 RBI. Line drive toward left, going back, this ball's hit well, it's out of here. Alana Rivera, and it's four to nothing, South Florida. That ball got out of here in a hurry. Also a spectacular infielder, and great to have both of them back. Oh, man, we can actually talk about you playing this year. Yes. First of all, thank you, and I apologize for putting you through any sort of awkward moments last year. So I guess you knew at the time that when we were talking, it was all generalities because you weren't going to play, or was there some hope you would? Um, It was, at that point, it was still, like, indecisive, but I knew what I was leaning towards, so I was like, we're just going to go along with it. <laughs> that was good. That was good. You play acted per- perfectly, and you had me thinking you were going to hit 10 home runs. <laughs> so now this is the year that's going to happen, correct? Yes. Good. Hey, actually, I got to tell you, last year, it's not like the team was bad at catcher. I mean, it seemed like there were multiple options. Did you get to sort of oversee the position a little bit to do a little coaching? Um, Not like, I mean, I don't think I oversaw anything. I just kind of sat back and watched. It was a new experience for me, but I mean, we have such a talented group of girls that it was fun to watch it was fun to learn their different ways of how they do things and kind of see how we gel together and when did you finally get back out to being able to do softball activities so I was clear you have right yes okay good yes I was cleared (laughs) at the beginning of the spring last year okay good so then just kind of continuing to practice we knew it wasn't best for me to go out there so good took the year and now USF gets to deal with me for an extra year. (laughs) We're glad about that. Um, Was there a moment when you started to get your rehab going, when you started to get the swing back going, that you felt like yourself again? Are we not there yet? Um, It's a very on and off process. Mm -hmm. It's definitely, I've learned a lot from this injury and kind of coming back from it. But, like, you can't sit on that high too much and you can't sit on the low. So 
there's days where I'm like, okay, like I feel good. And then there's days where I'm like, okay, like, I mean, it is what it is. So it's just gotta, you gotta be accepting of that. And I've come to terms with it that on the days that I'm good, I'm good. And the days that I'm not, I'm not. That's okay. And you're allowed to take some rest too. Yes. Catch every game. Yes. Um, did you get hurt actually during just a workout or something like that? Um, it was kind of just, I think we've come to the conclusion. It was just a little bit of overuse okay. and then some stuff with how I was throwing. So hmm. we fixed all of it. Awesome. Good. Uh, so uh, this team, since you're one of the veterans, and even though you're, just <coughs> not, that, you're not Jordan Cat the veteran yet, but uh, <laughs> what do you think of this group? It's a, a nice variety of talent. Oh, we have such a good group. The thing is, is, the starting nine that we do put out on the field, we have a whole nother starting nine after. Yeah. Like, the depth we have is crazy, and I'm just so excited to see what's going to happen when we go on the field. I refrain from asking anybody about, you know, where they think they're going to play because I think you could play anywhere just to mix and match how many options there are, right? Yes, and he makes it he makes it clear to us that don't just be set on that one position because there's a chance that this person might be thrown here and this person might be thrown here. So it's pretty exciting. But you would only be catcher. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're just so glad to see you back out. Thanks a lot, Jersey. Thank you. All right. Noted volleyball supporter and also softball player, Alana <laughs> Rivera. Oh, yes. Uh, if you don't pick up that reference. That was pretty cool. I always, I don't know why. I should probably, probably used to it by now since I've been here for seven years. But I always think it's cool when teams are supporting another team. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if uh, you're, you, guys, you guys are always at volleyball. But that game was fun, right? Mm-hmm. It was the whole team, right? It was. We had a lot of us there. And then I saw the video on Twitter of us all dancing <laughs> with each other. Hey, man, someone's got to be the leader of the dance club. Right. And right. you guys you guys probably have that, or is it you, in, in the dugout, too, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, there's quite a few of us, actually. <laughs> we all like to do TikToks, too, so we all do the little dances. <laughs> of course you do. Not during the game. No. I just can't see Ken allowing that. No. Coach, is there any way we can do a quick TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> I can only see his face. I can only imagine if he knows what TikTok is. <laughs> He hardly ever texts. Yeah. And I know he doesn't have social media. No. Come to think of it, he's got to get with the times. Actually, you know, he he, he has a little bit of softball knowledge. Do you you find yourself continuing to learn from him as you go along? Always. There's so much growth in the game that I've learned from being here. And just by learning under him and the rest of our coaching staff, that it's, it's crazy, like, what I came into from high school and travel ball versus what I know now as a fourth year here. Um, fourth year, and you and Josie, mm-hmm. by coincidence, came in here back to back. So yeah. I kind of feel like you guys went through it together. Is that wrong? It just feels like you guys did. Did we you did. hang on, lean on each other? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, we were in the training room for at least a few hours a day, every day of the week, mm. um, with Michelle, our athletic trainer. And then we lived together, too. So it oh, was okay. like, <laughs> yeah. we never got a break. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you got to compare notes, and you probably got to compare oh, yeah. frustrations and mm-hmm. tough days. I mean, yeah. d- was there a lot of vice versa going on there? Somebody picking the other up? Yeah, I, it was. It was like that a lot, just because it's hard not being able to do the thing you've grown up doing your whole life almost, mm-hmm. and then just having to watch. Well, just for the record, you didn't get injured doing a TikTok, did you? I did not. <laughs> okay, good. I did not. You can commence to doing those. <laughs> uh, when when did when did you hit the point? She said that you know. She was cleared in the spring, but there was no way to rush her back. And then she had her good days and her bad days. When did you start to feel like yourself a little bit again? Um, I would say when I was, l- like, allowed to do more. I mean, because that first – so I had surgery September 30th of 22. Right. And then I was non-weight-bearing, so I was in a scooter for three months. 
until the new year. And then, like, once I was able to walk on my own and start moving around, and then it got to, like, where I could start running, where I could start hitting, fielding, all that stuff. That's kind of when it came back. Did you uh, have a natural patience, or are you impatient and wanted to get back out there Oh, I'm very, yeah, I'm very impatient. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I wanted to be out there right away. <laughs> um, and, and from a pain level-wise, was it more about just recovering from the injury? Was there serious pain, too? I mean, what was the toughest part of it, I guess, is the real um, question. I mean, the pain was a big factor for a while, up until, like, when it wasn't. But I, w I would say having to, like, rely on a lot of people, especially in those first few months, just because, like, when I, I would have a bunch of in-person classes, and then I, I couldn't drive myself to my classes, so I would have to find my roommates, my teammates. Scooter can only carry you so far. Yeah, yeah. Not from one end of the campus <laughs> to the next. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, there was this one place on campus to one of my classes that was – it was a hill, and it was fun to go down, <laughs> but having to go back up, no. it was really hard. Nope. <laughs> That's where you have friends. Yeah. Listen, are we going to see you picking plays cleanly on defense and coming up with solid base hits again, or are we are we going to see the old Alana pretty quickly? Yes. St. Clair's come in. That ball is hit sharply to second. They'll get the lead out of one. Rivera tries to turn. Oh, my goodness, what a double play. A 360 by Rivera. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. Yes. Back and better. I love it. Um, what do you think about the uh, group you guys have put together? We've got a good little group. It's going to be a very good group. It's going to be one of those things where people that aren't starting, it's kind of irrelevant because yep. you, Ken has options, correct? Yeah, we have we have a solid 30 players on the team. Wow. And you're going to need them when you have, I don't know, four, five, six games in a weekend. I haven't really asked anybody to this point yet about the schedule. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it's always incredible, but, you know, one – day with Washington and Botex stands <laughs> yeah. out alone but that's not the only I mean how much do you guys enjoying when you when you see that schedule and eventually going up and playing teams like that it's exciting because not everyone gets to say they play these teams and like we do and we compete with them yep that's the best thing yeah and you're not intimidated and get you ready for the season all right. that stuff so are you about ready yeah, I'm ready. That's awesome. <laughs> We're so glad to see you back out there. Thanks a lot, Alana. Thank you. And we will have their first day of games Thursday, February the 8th, the doubleheader against Illinois State and Bethune-Cookman, an event that also features Michigan, Oregon State, and Florida. Just running through all the games that we can bring you on the air. Some are going to be hard to do because the basketball teams will be playing at the same time. Unfortunately, this year, for whatever reason, baseball and softball, which – Normally got separated where we could pull off a doubleheader. Not as much the case, but we believe me, we'll bring you plenty of Bulls action throughout the course of the season. And I know for a fact that I will be home and able to bring you the first two games of the South Florida Showdown when they play two returning College World Series teams, Washington and Oklahoma State, on the same day, back-to-back -back games. That's, again, February 22nd, so plenty on their schedule this year. Last year, Bulls missed the NCAA tournament, but still went 32-24, and 10-7 in the conference. Now, a much fuller conference of 10 squads, meaning that the Bulls will play a full 27 conference game slate. The AAC preseason poll, as voted on by the coaches, was released earlier this week and had the Bulls solidly in the fourth position out of 10 teams. Can't argue with the top two, as it's the returning NCAA tournament teams, Wichita State, which won the AAC, picked almost unanimously to win. And then Charlotte, which was the Conference USA champion last year, picked to finish second. North Texas actually got the other first place vote, I'm guessing, from the Charlotte coach. Can't vote for yourself as they're two of the newcomers. And then there was really kind of a clear, distinct where the Bulls sat in fourth place. 
what Texas didn't make the NCAAs last year was the preseason team that was supposed to win the CUSA. So two very solid newcomers to the league. In fact, if you look at it, the top six teams, the Bulls and Wichita, are the only returnees in it as they are followed in the fifth predicted spot by FAU, then UAB, then the bottom four, Tulsa, East Carolina, Memphis, and UTSA. 